to another NYJS Fans Podcast with host David Sharman and Chris. Please make sure you follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, Instagram at NYJS Fans Podcast as we get into the divisional round of the playoffs. Uh, crazy, crazy wild card weekend. Um, let's start off with the Patriots, uh, Patriots-Titans game. Um, Titans won the game. Um, I'm I'm gonna let you, I'm gonna let you go off, Shaman, because because I know you have some things you would like to say. So, so <laughs> how do you feel about that game? How the results of the game? What's up, guys? Uh, <laughs> I I'm I am a, a a Jets fan, as you know, and I'm damn, uh, yeah, I'm so I, I was so happy. <laughs> I mean, watching watching Belichick get basically out coached by his by his form of player, um, actually pulling out the whole uh, take a couple penalties to to um, to drain the clock away from him, like he did to us early in the season, and had him kind of ranting and raving on the sidelines. That was epic to me. But what? But what? But what was like? What was so juicy and so good about this win for win for the Titans and? And and good for us, like you know, watching the Patriots crumble, was Derrick Henry pounding the crap out of the defense that was supposed to be the best defense we'd ever seen. Remember when people were saying that on television? Yeah, that was a, yeah, that was a couple of months yeah. ago, I think, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> people was like, "Yeah, man, this is the best defense ever." Yeah. Well, yeah, hundred hundred thirty-four <laughs> carries, hundred and eighty-two yards later. Yeah, there at some at, there were points at the game where the DBs from the Patriots were did not want to tackle Derrick Henry. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, I don't blame him. <laughs> yeah, and um and but but you gotta give kudos to that that Titans offensive line because there were times when they were when they were running that that kind of a wide zone scheme that you were just seeing a bunch of bodies, uh, Patriots or uh, D line bodies on the floor. They were taking them out, man. They could not reach Henry. And when they did, Henry would just lean on them. Just lean on them and take them three, four yards extra. And it was just a an epic uh, beatdown in my opinion. Uh, I don't care what any what the score says. For me, it was uh, an enjoyable sight to see the Patriots actually get uh, humbled. Uh, not that they've never lost before, but the where. It counts where they lost in the playoffs, wildcard weekend. They've never been successful here before. Every time they ever came into this fire, you know, that they always lose here. So um, that was epic for me, man. Uh, imagine your your quarterback having like, what is it? Tannehill had like 50-something yards throwing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, and beating Belichick like that, that's incredible, man. It was incredible for me to see. It, I think it, you know what, it just highlighted really for the whole season that uh, Brady had no weapons to throw to this year. You know, I think without, um, without Gronkowski, um, he definitely lost so much because other than Edelman, there really, was, there really wasn't anything going on, on with his receivers. They, he couldn't get in sync with them all year. That's what we kept hearing. <clears throat> but these guys are just, they're just not that much of a threat. And I, we actually talked about, uh, Nikhil Harry a lot before the season. We thought he was going to be a big weapon for them, but he just he made 
he made yeah. some horrible mistakes, man. He, and he was hurt he early. Was supposed to be. Yeah, yeah, he was hurt early That's in true. the season, so that might have affect. I don't know, but you could tell that there's just no weapons on offense for this team. Um, but also, is it Brady? I mean, you would think, you know, the offense, the system would still figure out a way to get these guys open. Um, I, so. I think I not to not to cut you off. I think Brady. I think Brady's fine. I think mm-hmm. Brady. I but I don't think he's the same Brady that we know. I think because he misses way too many throws. Um, mm-hmm. If you if you watch over the season, uh, there's so many throws he's missing. Things that uh, the Brady, the great Brady that we know, would never miss. So that that's one thing. And you're right. Uh, um, these guys never really got in sync. Uh, this, this offense is a very complicated scheme, and you have to be on time where you're supposed to be. You can't be half a step behind or even a quarter step behind because the ball is supposed to come out. Remember, if you harass Brady and his timing, mm-hmm. you've seen it multiple times over his career. He is not that quarterback that could take a, a couple punches in the in the face. He can't. can't do that. If, if you give him a clean pocket, he, the ball is out in, in, in a, sh, a, a, a hair over two, sec, two, two seconds or two beats, it's fine. He, he'll, he'll tear you apart. But if he has to hold the ball a little while longer or try to get the ball out and it's not accurate, and you know, and you could just see his frustration. It was written all over oh, yeah. his face. Definitely. Shout out to the Titans defense, though. Um, Titans defense played well, played great. Um, I felt like when when the first drive, they they was they was already all over Brady. Yep. And then they had to change their game plan, and you know that's what they that's what the Titans are good at is making adjustments. And even though they they was the best team in the second half of the season, I think second half with like. 20-some points, whatever whatever the numbers are. But they, they did what they had to do to win the game. And I was, and I was so happy, you know. I just, I, I, I just knew. I just knew it. You know, that, that pick was going to work for me. <laughs> you did. You were That's the it. only one, as, as, usual, as usual, Mr. Right. Uh, Mr. Yeah. Zoltar. You were the only mm-hmm. one that, that definitely came out, that said that. <laughs> that the I don't think they had any lose. sacks either, but I think they were just on him. They just pressured him all yeah, they, game. That's I what think, you got to do. Think, I think more than anything, I think more than anything, what the Patriots came out to do, like they did last year, was establish the running game. And, uh, and the Titans weren't having any of it. They would right. not give an inch. They would not allow neither um, of the running backs, neither White nor Michelle, nobody, um, 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 space to run. And, and when the Patriots had to come off of their running game and actually go to their passing game, which we all know struggling, it, they were exposed. Basically, yeah. yeah. Shout, out, shout out to the Tennessee Titans uh, going to the second round. Big, a big upset. Um, let's go into the Bills and the Texans. Bills choked. Uh, <laughs> Lord Jesus, I'm gonna let you go, Chris, because I know, I know we know how we feel about Josh Allen. So, so, so what you so what you see out of that game? Out of that game. The one thing I mean, the one thing I noticed, and especially like especially towards the end of the game, it seemed like neither team wanted to win that game. They were, they were right. It just seemed like they were giving each other chances to win, and neither one wanted to take it. You know, they both had chances to end it. You know, and it, it just seemed like, what are you doing? And uh, I, I don't know. Uh, the one play by Deshaun Watson was unbelievable. I mean, that's going to be, you know, that's going to be on Sports Center forever. 
the move he put on. I mean, to get out of that uh, the sack and to, to make that throw was just unbelievable. Um, but you I mean, wait. Yeah, go, go, ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. It's your I, time. My no, yeah, no, that's all right. It doesn't matter. I was just going to say, no, it's all good. Um, I was going to say, listen, Buffalo's not a bad team at all. And you could see once Josh Allen could figure out, you know, to become a better passer, a more consistent passer, that's going to be a dangerous team. And that's another team that could use some weapons uh, receivers, you know, good receivers. They have decent receivers, but not great. You know, there's no main target there you know you i mean singletary had a great game but he's more you know he's obviously a running back um but uh they they definitely need weapons on uh the offensive side you know especially receivers um and you're uh, and you're so right you're so right what you just said but for me but we even without the 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 you know the number one wide receiver there were so many throws that josh allen missed Mm-hmm. There's so many opportunities he had. He, you could tell he was uh, not in his element. Uh, um, given given a, 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 a five wide receiver sets, four wide receiver sets, he could, like he couldn't see the field. He held the ball too long. Then he was trying to do crazy stuff like lateral the ball. I I, I don't know where the hell that's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he just got to. He he just yeah, he makes bad decisions and and mm-hmm. you could say that you could. Listen, he's a very young guy. He's a young quarterback, so I don't want to pile on the guy. I I think I think he has a lot a lot of room to grow. I think I think, um, but but that game was there for them to win. Like like Chris said, I think Chris and I were were, were texting back and forth, and even before the game, we said that that you know that it looked like those two teams. They always look like you know they never want to be here. The, the right. Houston, Houston never. Houston comes to the playoffs. They're hot. They get into the playoffs and they're like, eh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and why and, are we and here? The, and, and, yeah, and the Bills and the Bills are the same. The Bills haven't won a playoff game in forever, you know. Right. So, so it, so it Over was twenty almost, years. Yeah, it was. It was almost like something had to give, and the one thing that gave was the his former college coach called him uh, Jordan esque uh, um, uh, <laughs> you know, it's ridiculous that 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 it took him getting out of a two two huge hits to come to complete that pass to win the game. Um, um, Deshaun Watson, I know he's a special young guy, young quarterback man. Um, and I, I, to me, I think he's being restricted. His numbers are ridiculous, but it's weird to say that he's been restricted by Bill O'Brien. I do not like Bill O'Brien. Nobody, nobody can convince me otherwise. Um, I think, uh, I think, I think they definitely need a, a fresh set of coaches over there. Yeah, uh, that's just my opinion. Uh, that's they it. They seem but, like um, they're the same team for the past. I don't know what has it been five, ten years. Not just with him, even the, the coach before him. It just seemed like they're the same team. Like Kubiak like you said, yeah, Kubiak. Right? They, 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 they're decent during the season, and you think, oh, this might be the year. This might. We always hear it. All year, we always hear this team, oh, watch out for Houston. This, this is the team to watch out for. They win a division, they get in, and then they lay an egg in the playoffs. I mean, this year, you know, yeah, they, they played decent to come back, especially I, I thought they were dead in the third quarter, but they came back. Um, but then again, Buffalo yeah, they, let them in. They let them back in the game, too. So uh, it's just, uh, it, just two teams that they – I don't want to say it this way, but they just don't know how to win. They don't know how to win in the playoffs. I'll say it that way. 
Because obviously they don't have to win, but. Yeah, Shout out to J.J. Watt, though. J.J. Watt yeah, no. animal. He came back an animal. Him and uh, what's the other guy, Mercedes? Is that, is that... Yeah. Um, if I, I'm, merciless. Yeah, merciless. Thank you. Merciless. Yeah. Yes. Them two guys are straight mm-hmm. animals. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, That's you true. Know, they had to adjust on, uh, you know, on Josh Allen, on the QB spy, because they knew Josh Allen was running the ball. And then the problem, the problem with that whole game was is when the Bills got to the Texas 45, why they didn't give Singletary that ball? Singletary had a great game. Mm-hmm. Why you yep. didn't give him the ball? Why is you still letting Allen trying to run the ball? When they adjusted to Josh Allen, it didn't make no sense at all. And think about it. As good as Singletary was during the game, he only had 13 carries. That's crazy. Right? You That's not thinking, enough carries. No. Frank no. Gore had eight. Josh Allen had, had nine. <laughs> Gore, Gore, probably had his, Gore probably had the worst game I've ever seen him have. Like probably not that I followed his career. He had that well, one or two. He had that one or two good but, runs for the first down. I think yeah. that yeah, were pretty he had decent. More, to me, he had more bad runs than yeah. he had good ones. In my yeah. opinion, like it, it just didn't look like he had it. Uh, Singletary just looked like he had it, and for some reason, yeah. it kept going away from him. Yeah, I I don't understand it. it you know, no and, sense at all. Yeah, you know, it goes back. to This is just two teams. I, I you know you hate to say they don't have to win. They don't want to win. I, I don't know, but. They both had chances to win, and they they both had chances to lose in the in the in the first four quarters, and then obviously overtime. But uh, yeah, I'm uh, about to say, well, let Deshaun Watson and them play play like that against the Chiefs. <laughs> well, it's gonna be Mahomes fifty. Gonna play. <laughs> it's gonna be fifty something points by the time they blink. Probably, yeah. <laughs> yeah you, exactly. you can't they, you can't do that against the Chiefs. No, they're gonna have to score points against that team. That's for sure. It's got to be a high-scoring game. That's definitely a high-scoring game. Um, let's let's go into the Saints and the Vikings. Sharman, uh, Sharman, Sharman. I'm gonna, I'm, gonna let you, I'm gonna let you go because you know I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm I'm gonna keep mine nice and short and sweet. So go right, go right ahead and talk about your cousin. <laughs> Listen, um, I I I I did not see the Saints playing as badly as they did. I don't think. Anybody saw, saw that. Uh, saw that. I mean, I had so many conversations with so many different people, uh, read so many different posts on on, on social media, and uh, listened to a bunch of p- pundits talk about them, and not one predicted that the Saints would have played that kind of game. And as yes, the Saints played badly, but make no mistake about it, the Neil Hunter and Everson Griffin of the of the Vikings. Mm-hmm harassed the hell out of Drew Brees. I mean, the fact that they had them lined up on the interior was the, they just kept putting them all over the line, confusing the crap out of the Saints defensive, um, offensive blocking scheme. Uh, um, Everson Griffin beating the crap out of guards, beating the crap out of tackles. Daniil Hunter on the edge, beating the crap out of tackles, beating the crap out of guards. I mean, they just played, I mean, a hell of a defensive game. Uh, they confused the hell of Breeze. He never really got his game going. 208 yards for the great Drew Breeze. That's ridiculous, man. One touchdown, two turnovers. I mean, it's crazy, you know, to, to think about to think about that performance. But I, to me, you have to really, really give it to uh, uh, the Vikings D. And uh, like Davin just said, my cousin, you know, he 
He performed when he needed to. He, you know, he when he was asked to, he made the throws, and especially in that in that overtime, those two throws to win the game. Ooh. You know, I mean that that throw to that throw to um to what's the name of the wide receiver? What's his name? Um, I always was it was it Thielen? Yeah, Thielen. That throw to Thielen is, I mean, man, that was quite a throw. Oh, I mean, he dropped it right in there. Yeah, it was a, yeah. that was probably the best throw of his career. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. You know, like when you think it was about a the hell game. of a throw, man. Yeah, especially especially in the moment. We're not talking about just you chuck chucking the ball up in a regular season game. You know, this is it for your team. Time playoff advance. game, man. <laughs> yeah, and then you and then you drop a ball like that, man. Come on, you got to give it give it to him, man. You know, you got to <laughs> give it to him. Uh, you got to give it to the uh, to the Vikings team. They performed well. Uh, the the thing of the for, the thing for me is like, do they have because they have it in them to perform like this? But they've been so inconsistent over the season that I don't know. You know, because if the, to me, in my opinion, the only reason why I did not pick the Vikings to win this game is because I didn't count on them being this. You know, I knew they had it in them to do. Because they have the players. They have the coaching. It's just that they've been so inconsistent all year. But if they could play to that level, man, there's not a lot of teams that could stand with the Vikings on, on, on their best day. They're very, very good. You know, think about the things you need, need to be to be a, a, a formidable force in the NFL, and they have it. You know, I mean, I know their quarterback is suspect, and, and it's fine. Over the years, you know, he's never really proven himself. But the thing about him is he's just like that the whole Vikings team. He's a streaky player. <laughs> yeah. He's a streaky player. He could get hot. And you've seen what he could do when he get hot. When he could have have five games where he could shred the crap out of you. And he has the wide receivers and the tight ends to, and the blocking and the running back to do it. Oh yeah, the offense you know? is there. So, <laughs> so this is what I'm saying. It's like, you know. Cook Cousins is an is a, is 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 definitely something that we don't know what he is. He's never he's never really proven to us exactly what he is. He, I, I think what you just games, said. What you yeah, just said. They, he's just streaky. Right. He's you know he's had his good games and then he'll have his really bad games too. And 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 the first thing that came to mind when I really looked at the situation was thinking about uh, the hot streak Eli Manning went in the playoffs, and I'm like, listen, if if he could catch a fire, man. <laughs> you know, yeah, I'm you just saying. Know. There's a possibility. Right. There's a possibility, know. but but definitely, uh, kudos. Definitely, it was the defense. The defense and and Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook, man, Dalvin Cook is the truth. And and in my mind, Dalvin Cook is still is just scratching the surface of what he could do in the NFL. And that, that it's crazy to say that, but it's still he still bounces balls out wide when he shouldn't, when he has to be a little bit more patient, you know. Imagine when he starts, he starts understanding to like, just take, take that last second, that last tick of patience before hitting the hole. When he starts doing that, man, his acceleration is otherworldly, man. Uh, trust and me, the, the, they're, they're good. They, they could be very good. Listen, let's call it this, what it was once again, okay. <laughs> the Saints for the third time now, right, in the last three years, I hate to say it, but they choked. They <laughs> choked, right? And we can say the, the last three times they've got knocked out of the playoffs. Let's go back a couple of years ago against Minnesota in Minnesota was the yep. Minnesota miracle, right? Yep. Remember that play? They had that yep. game wrapped up. 
then <laughs> last year, we all remember with the past interference and everybody felt bad <laughs> for them. But the game, the game was still in their hands, right? Yes, they still it had was. two chances they, to win that game. But they right? choked it away. You're right. They choked it away. Now this game, again, they had a chance to win. Early on, the guy missed an early field goal. Everybody was like, ah, no big deal. Okay. Mm. Okay. Now, late in the game, when the, when the Saints looked like they were going to score, what does Breeze do? He fumbled. Fumbled. Right? And that was a hell of a play by Griffin, though. You right. got to get no, – like, no, he I'm blew not, through that line in, like, that. I'm not, taking, I'm not taking anything away from Minnesota. They play great. Trust me. You know what right. I'm saying. But right. the Saints have had their games in their hands. And, again, in overtime – what do they do? They let this team go right down, you know, right down and score a touchdown and the game's over. You shut them down and then you get the ball and you got a chance to win. I mean, true. and this is exactly what happened last year with the Rams. Uh, it just, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm sorry. You know, I'm, I'm, and you know, people are like, Oh, you know, people are saying, Oh, they got a bad call on that. The last play. Uh, they should have never gotten to that. Off. How about that? Uh, I personally, I mean, they were both kind of going back and forth. Rudolph maybe a little bit more, but I they, they couldn't have called that. They didn't call it all year. They couldn't have reversed it. I, I no. I think they're the listen. You know what I always tell people is like, okay, if you if you understand football a little more, you would you would know that if I'm the defense, the middle linebacker or the safety, whoever's looking over the defense to see if we're set, and I see Kyle Rudolph on the outside, one on one with a corner that's. 510 and Kyle Rudolph is what 65. Mm-hmm. I'm 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 calling time out. The co- you mean to tell me nobody in that field saw Kyle Rudolph split out on on the edge and, and with uh, with a corner? That's a major major and it's almost unstoppable. That fade route is almost unstoppable if you have a smaller corner on you and you have a tall big bodied wide receiver or tight end. There's a reason why they do that. Somebody should have seen that, and somebody should have called the attention of the defense to it. So, so I listen. I understand that how the situation ended, but the fact that you're not paying attention enough to what's going on in the field to see the mismatch—that's on you. I'm sorry. And you know what? And and the defender didn't look back at the ball either. There so, you go. Right. That's what so I'm saying. It's kind of like, I, yeah, I get it. He did push off a little bit. I get it. But you know what? The other guy didn't even turn around to look at the ball. And he had his and the, hands on Rudolph. And the so, thing with a and the thing with a fade, like you know, playing a fade, the, it's not like the ball is coming coming at you and it's bullet like it's a bullet throw. It's he basically lays the ball up. Right. So if you see him fading, position yourself and turn your head. Right. That's, you never look back. Like, that's technique. I mean, listen, I'm not a coach, but I have seen it played over and over again. There's a technique to beating a fade throw. And you're supposed to play the technique. And if and like I said, if you didn't play the technique, let's say you did not play the technique, your your team could actually put you in a better position to beat that fade if they had seen it before, seen Rudolph out there and be like, whoa, 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 whoa. Call call a safety over there and double teamed him or something. Did some kind of adjustment before the play went. You know, know crying over the fact don't make no sense to me. And to be honest, if he turns around and looks at the ball and Rudolph pushes off on him, then they would probably call it. There you go. If they were both going for the ball. But he wasn't going for the ball. So, if anything, it was pass interference on him. 
<laughs> because he, he didn't turn around and look for the ball because that's all they tell you to do. If you look at the ball, they, they're going to call pass interference because you're both going for the ball. You know what I mean? So uh, I agree it was just with you on that yeah, one. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I, I That's why I didn't think it was that big of a deal. And I, I don't think a lot of people, you know, the people on TV, they weren't really talking about it like it was passing, like it should have been called. And so – that's, yeah, that's I think a, I think a lot of the pund a lot of the pundits go on the emotional side and 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 they don't they don't really you know call the game like they was like they supposed to when it comes to when it comes to that part of a game especially you know an OT game and the playoffs and stuff like that they get a little emotional in my in my mind there's very few uh, television personalities or NFL game uh, guys that uh, definitely that kind of stay in the moment you understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And so, you know what? And before we start feeling bad for Brady, for lo- I mean, uh, Breeze, <laughs> for losing, oh, it might be his last shot. You know what? Stop feeling bad for the guy, man. He's had three years now where they've yep. had the games in hand. So yep. I'm sorry. I don't feel bad for him. Not He's me not a neither. Super Bowl I, no. I like the I like the guy. I love him. I love Breeze. Yeah, no, yep. but I don't feel bad for him. Yeah. I agree. Sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, so, Chris, you know, the Eagles have done lost against the Seahawks. Oh, yeah, Lord. last game. Um, uh, let, let, no, I'm just going to ask you two questions. Number one, do you think the clowny hit was uh, – I'm going to say, what, how do you feel about the clowny hit on Wentz? That, uh, that... I don't uh, – personally, I don't think it was intentional. Like, I don't think he went after him to, to spear him like mm-hmm. that. I think it just happened, but I think they should have called a penalty on him without a right. doubt because it was helmet to helmet no doubt about it mm-hmm. it was pretty obvious um so there definitely should have been a penalty called i'm sure he's going to get fined at some point this week um for it uh but i look at it this way either way it happens he was out for the rest of the game and that basically was the eagles the only shot yeah, yeah so even if they do call a penalty they give him 15 yards personal foul whatever it, it wasn't going to change much you know I give a lot of credit, man, to McCown. He played with a lot of heart. You know, yes, he's he did. 40 years old. He's He's been the backup all year. He probably – they said he probably didn't take a snap for like two months. You know, so now he's in there and he's he's playing a, a playoff yeah. game for the first time in his in his entire career. That was the first time he's ever played in a playoff game. So, I heard, you know what? I, yeah, I heard, I heard after the game he went to Ertz. Yeah, and, he and then he said, "Yeah, he said he told Ertz, man, I gave it everything I had, man. I'm sorry." And Ertz was like, "Man, listen, yeah. that's all. It's all good, man. You know." He did, and, and Philly and, loves that, man. Philly loves listen, to do that. Listen, we 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 as Jets fans, we we love that guy, man. Yep. You know, there's a reason why we love that guy so much. Anywhere this guy has gone, it's it's crazy for the length of his career and the amount of teams he's played for. You you can't find one NFL player or past teammate or or past coach that has any bad word to say about, against that guy, man. That guy is a epitome of pro, you know. He could easily uh, be a coach pro, if he wants Pro football to. player and pro human being, basically. Like, he, he, he would, he's a he hell of a easy, guy. Yeah, he'd easily be a good coach, offensive coordinator or quarterback coach. Uh, yeah. yeah, easily, man. If, if that's what he decides to do. He might not decide, you know, but uh, – God bless him, man. He, he played his he played his butt off, but you know, especially with the Eagles, we were talking about it for the last few weeks. How how decimated they've been hit with the injuries, especially on the offensive side with the receivers. I mean, 
there was no way with I, with Wentz they did have a shot and maybe they would have won if Wentz stayed in the whole game. Um, but uh, without him there, they really had no shot. And, and they, they, they almost had it. And at the end, they had a chance to tie it. Um, they were driving, but it just fell short. And uh, let's see what Seattle could do, that, you know, this week against uh, Green Bay, in Green Bay, too. That's going to be a yeah, good one. I think my whole problem is, is that Wentz still hasn't played the whole playoff game. Every time we think we're about to see him in the playoffs, he, he, we don't see him at all. Right. This was his first That's game. That's still a major concern. The last two it's years. It's not his fault, though. Yeah, no, this, one, this is not, not his fault, though. Yeah, that this was, wasn't like he was running and he, you know, he sprained his ankle or something. Right. No, this, was, this, this definitely was, and, and I did not address it before, but that, that, that hit by Clowney was a stupid thing. They've been mm-hmm. teaching footballers for the last, I don't know how many, how long, since they tried to, uh, um, that head up, head up movement where they, you see the target, hit the target. And he blindly just threw himself at the pile. When right. you do that, stuff like that, that's what happens when you do that. When you blindly throw your body into hits, you miss tackles, stuff like that happens. So when you blindly hit, bad things happen. And that, those, those, those hits where those guys close their eyes or they lower their heads, bad things just happen. That was just stupid on his part. Yeah, I, I, I personally, I, I didn't think it was. I don't think it was dirty because Clowney hasn't. No, I don't think it's there. dirty. I didn't say it was dirty. I just yeah. say it was stupid. Right, you know, definitely you don't, stupid. You don't do that. Yeah. yeah, and it was just a, you know, it just happened. And like I said, there definitely should have been a penalty, without a doubt. Uh, but it wouldn't have made a difference. So it, it is what it is, you know. But I think if Wentz was there, yeah, it would have been a different game. Obviously, you know. Yeah, yep. Exactly. Um. So before we get to some. Some some quick news. Um, so what's next for Tom Brady and Drew Brees? As in, do they do they stay with their team, or do you think they'll go somewhere else? Man, uh, listen for for <laughs> Brady. This is this is all up to what uh, the owner Robert Kraft wants to do. Um, as a um, if if it was my business, I know he's the greatest quarterback to ever play football. But I would I would start cutting bait. Cause I gotta build my team for the future too, man. You can't just play football for however long you want, you know. And I'm not. And at this moment, what am I doing? I, where is my future? You know. Right, right now, right now, I'm just, I'm just doing everything for you. I'm not doing anything for me. For when there's gonna be a time when your, you know, when your stuff, you know, you fall apart, you know, when your, 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 you know, your time, your skill fall up, falls. And mostly it falls off a cliff, you know, when your, 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 you know, your stuff fall, your kind of, your skill kind of falls over a cliff. So what, what am I going to do? You know, what am I I going to do then? You know, so, so for me, but I, but, but is it that family thing that they'll, everybody saying that, oh, the Patriots are a family. If it's that way, I guess they're just going to sign him again for another couple of years. I I don't see it. I think he's definitely going (laughs) to another team. I don't, I can't picture him in another team, but I think he's going to. I think it's just time to move on. Uh, and and the, the Patriots are going to have to find a replacement because they don't have anybody waiting in the wings anymore. They don't have Garoppolo. They don't have uh, Jacoby Brissett. They have no backup right now. So Stidham uh, is, the, is the the kid. Stidham is their backup. And I, yeah. I don't know. Nah, he's okay. Against us. <laughs> he didn't look but so good against not, us. Yeah, he's – yeah. So, I don't know. I, I – um, yeah, me and Davin were talking a little earlier. You know, we mentioned some teams, uh, maybe the Chargers, because they're having problems selling tickets, and they will anyway, whether Brady's there or not. But at least Brady <laughs> will uh, help out if he goes there. That's a 
you know, good veteran team that, that could win with him? Because he's not going to go to a team that, you know, is not ready to win. He has to – if he's going to a team, it's a team that's ready to compete for the Super Bowl, not just for a playoff or, you know, decent. they they got to be a Super Bowl-ready team. And uh, Davin brought up a good team, too, is the Colts. That would be a perfect shot for him, too. I mean – you that, put a good quarterback me, on that, that is team. very interesting. That to me, that's yeah. the really that one is the really interesting one to me because I think I really, really like the Colts GM and the front office and and the way they do things, and they have massive amount of money to spend next year. Yeah, uh, I think so, they got the most so, actually. Yeah, yeah. And, so, and think of it this way, right? Last off season before Andrew Luck retired, that was a team that was a Super Bowl contender. Agreed. Right. So yep. you put Brady on there, they're a Super Bowl contender right away. And you know, they'll Brissette, have weapons. Yeah, exactly. They do. And and Brissett is okay as a he's a good backup to have, but you see it, you know, during the season, you know, he's not that great. You know, he's a decent guy, you know. But I, I don't want to throw him away yet. I think, no, I think no. as a star as an NFL star, it takes years for it to get to where right. he's supposed to, but I don't think he's on the level of a Brady. No, know, so, no, 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 so, no, no, no. So even even at his, even at the Brady we we have now, that is not that good. I still think Brissett is not at that level. So right. So he could probably attain it if he, over time. You never know. Right. You, you know, know. But 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 in reality, yes, definitely. I like. I would really like to see that. Yeah, I think I'd like to see it too. Uh, yeah, with Drew Breeze. Brees, yeah. yeah, but I think Breeze. I think they give Breeze one more one one more year. Oh, like yeah. The man has been playing poorly. It's just that playoff oh. scenario, you know? Yeah. I Here's a little tidbit about the, the Saints. All those guys are free agents this year. Every quarterback on the Saints. Drew Brees is a free agent, right? Um, Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater is a free agent. And also that other kid, Taysom, too, is, Taysom Hill. is a restricted free agent. Yeah, they're signing Taysom Hill back, him. man. Uh, you would think so, but – I don't know. You know, we got to see. I would assume they're definitely going to. But if somebody, if they put an offer sheet out there for him, and somebody, they, somebody could match it because the way he looked in that game. I mean, the kid's got an arm. He could run. He could do everything. That kid. So yeah, he's a tough customer, man. Yeah, he, man. He, he's he's what you call a throwback football player. Day that. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be interesting this year. Well, with the I, 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 if I had to take a guess, I'm going to say Breeze is going to be done. I think I think we need to I need I think the NFL need to hire that guy that's mm-hmm. that that always does the ads where he says in a world. You <laughs> <laughs> say 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 hire him and say um twenty 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 NFL season all your questions will be answered because we're definitely definitely will like, find out where Brady's going if Belichick is gonna stay if Breeze yeah. is gonna stay I mean with with Breeze it, it though, seems like... to me like the NFL is getting turned into this brand new young startup. It's just a bunch of young guys, man. A lot of talented young guys. All the older guys, little by little, live, uh, 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 you know, kind of walking away, you know, leaving, you know? Yeah, I just think, I think it's time for Breeze. He's 40 years old. I mean, they've come close the last couple of years. We just talked about it. Um, and I, I would say he's, he's got to be done. I don't know. That's just me. I'll give him one more year. I'd rather give him one more year than Philip Rivers, to be honest. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's if I had why a choice. I said it. Yeah. yeah. No, if we had a choice between us two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Right. Um, let's get let's get into some quick news. Uh Matt Rule 
Carolina, seven-year, $60 million deal when incentives could be up to $70 million, $6 million buyout. Uh, McCarthy to Dallas and Judge to the Giants. Um, let, on on a quick take of each of them, um, are, are, do you think they do you do y'all think they they they'll be a good fit for the teams? Um, yes, I, rule. I, yes, yeah. rule is a good fit for Carolina. Uh, rule. Um, Dave Tepper is is the I think he's the richest NFL owner. Um. Um. He, you know, he had that kind of money and he probably wanted his kind of guy in there. Um, getting uh, getting somebody fresh face like Matt Rule, somebody that's fun come up. So remember, we almost hired him last year. Uh, he just wanted his own people around him. Um, he has a hell of a, 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 a resume, man. Um, you know, in this college, guy, not pro. Well, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not an NFL, you know. Um, resume, but whatever is a football resume, you know. Right. I mean, I I don't know if again, so you got to start somewhere, you know. I don't, you know, I don't know how much how how what kind of NFL coach he's gonna be, but I I I would want him on my on my on my coaching staff. I think I think he has so much experience on both sides of the ball, you know, that I would want somebody's a mind like that on on my squad. Um. Like uh, I, I mean, I mean for 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 the Carolina Panthers, I think that's perfect for them. I think I think they get to rip it down and kind of start anew, like the owner wants to do, and see where where that what happens. I I don't like I like I said, he's the richest guy in the NFL. Imagine that. Yeah, he has so much money, he could pay that guy this ridiculous sum of money for that long contract. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I would have done that. But uh, I like Matt Rule, man. I like him. If you heard part of his his con his press conference, you could tell he's one of those coaches that probably like makes you want to run through a wall for him. So, yeah, definitely, I like him for that. Um, I, I mean, like. Um, I just no. I was gonna say just with Rule. I mean, we don't know how he's gonna be in the pros. So he's a big no. to me a big question mark. The one good thing is, yeah, he's gonna have the uh, the seven year deal to to figure it out, which is good. Right. It's not going to be like, all right, you got two years to, to do this. No, I mean, I like that they gave him the extra years. Um, but we've seen, we've seen hmm. college coaches do very well in college and then come up and not do so well. I mean, remember, what's his, remember uh, just a couple of names, right? Kelly with Philly. Kelly, right? yep. He was great with Oregon. I mean, he was in the Ooh. title game a couple of years, and then he comes to uh, Philly and basically ruined that team. And then yeah, he uh, tried to reinvent the wheel. That's what he was yeah. trying to do. And then you look at Greg Schiano, right? With uh, when he was Ooh. with Tampa Bay. Before yep. that, he turned Rutgers into from a bottom team into a team that's you know was was ranked. And uh, and then he comes to Tampa Bay, and he looks like he was the first time he ever coached in his life. So yep. it happens. Uh, so, I mean, listen, he might work out. He might not. To me, he's a, a huge question mark. I I totally agree with you. I um what I what I'm saying is I'm not I'm not saying he's not a question mark. I'm saying that that's what they want. They want to start brand new and they want to give a kind right. of the give the team a fresh start, you know. And what's fresher than a young college quarterback, <laughs> 44 yeah, no, years old? Right. You yeah. Know? No, that's it's true. In in that sense, it is. And I I agree. I think you know he was going to get a job eventually. It seemed like you know like we we've been hearing his name since last year. He turned down us and 
the big thing is that when he signed the before he signed the contract, he did call the Giants up. At least this is what that's been what's been going around the internet. I think Ian Rappaport reported it uh, that he did call the Giants before he signed and said, "Listen, this is what they're offering me. If you could come close to it or match it, you know, I'll come up and talk." And they said no, and that's why they went in another direction, and that's why he went to Carolina. Yeah, uh, the the big question for us Jets fan is fans are is. Uh... Robbie Anderson is going to end up over there because that's his coach. That's his mm. ex-coach. Matt Rule was uh, Robbie Anderson's coach at oh, Temple. So, yeah. Interesting. So, that would be interesting. For, for the Giants, for the Giants and, and, and Judge, never heard of the guy before, today, before the day they announced it. <laughs> Me too. I mean, a <laughs> uh, 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 special teams coach, it's, it's crazy. But for me, as the the thing that ring that kind of made me pay attention was the fact that he was on uh Alabama's uh, he was Alabama's uh special teams coach for 2 years um for Saban and then came to the NFL and was with the Patriots from 2012 I think and he was their special teams coach for I don't know how many years it was but for a couple of years and then he was a wide receivers coach and according to what I heard uh when the Giants called to ask about him, Bill Belichick gave, him a, gave a glowing recommendation and said that he could coach anything, that normally he would uh, he, normally have multiple conversations with him, both about offense and defense. Um, and there were ex-players that came out, you know, in, 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 um, in defense of him when everybody was like, we don't know what he's going to do. A lot of uh, pundits on television saying they've never heard of him, and a lot of ex-players of his showed up. So, listen, he, massive potential, but like, like Chris said, um, there's all have been a lot of coaches with a lot of potential that has tried to be great coaches in the NFL, and the percentage of coaches that had massive potential that actually became great coaches is very small. So you never know, man. I'm just It just kind of befuddles me that the Giants would rush and hire a guy now and they could have waited until the playoffs were done and the Super Bowl was done. And all these coaches from all these teams, you know, they tried to poach team um, from you – know, why didn't they try to poach team um, coaches from some of these other teams, you know? So I, I don't know what's going on with that. I don't know. I mean, people are throwing things out here like coaches don't really want to come to New York because they don't want to deal with Gettleman and stuff like that, whatever. I think that's all conjecture at the moment. Uh, but it, it, it maybe they did fall in love with uh, – with Judge, I don't know. We'll we'll find out. They must have because I, I'm shocked that they jumped on him right away because they really didn't interview many people before. I think they only interviewed uh, Bienemy. Yeah, and I think so. one other guy maybe, and that was yeah, it. Yeah, I think they. Yeah, that was it. So, I think they 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 spoke to him on the Monday, and that was it. They they had to speak. I think they were waiting to speak to Rule on the Wednesday, but Rule was already in Carolina, so. Yeah, I, that's that's the biggest thing I found is that it was it was very odd that they jumped on him right away. I mean, he must have blew them away in the in the interview process. Um, I, I don't know. It just I I and plus they only have there's only one other team out there that's looking for a head coach now, and that's Cleveland. So it's not like they're in competition with like four teams looking for a head coach. So that's why I thought they would have at least interviewed a couple more guys to you know. Right. Yep. So I, it, it's it's very odd that uh, well, that they jumped on this guy that quick. Come, you know, you know, I will, I will, you know what, I will kind of take that back a little bit because according to what 
there was part of the story that I missed that um, that I actually missed was uh, apparently he was uh, was it Mississippi State some one of the colleges was wanted to hire um, Judge and they were asking him to give them a decision quickly. Oh yeah, I think Mississippi or something State. Something like that. Yeah, I think it was Mississippi State, State too. Yeah. But it still bothers me. Even if even if that did kind of squeeze them and 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 they were like, "Oh, they didn't want to lose him." You know. Right. I mean, they must have thought really highly of him if they really really jumped on him that way. Yeah. I agree. That, that that's yeah. what I thought. So, will yep. he will he will he'll be the uh the one that breaks that uh that that Patriot uh cycle? That comes out of the Patriots and they finally gets a winning record. I'll say this. I think that that guy Flores, unfortunately for us, I think with the Dolphins, I think he's going to break it. He looks like a really good coach. Yeah, he looks very promising. Definitely. You're right. Um, and McCarthy in Dallas. Ah, Man. It's, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting how him and Jerry Jones can, um, can coexist together. You know, that's always the and big question mark in Dallas. And it's a five-year deal. So whatever negotiations he had with Jones, I mean, Jones probably came away happy with it. So I think I think the biggest thing about this is Jones Jones wanting a championship now. And yeah. he's looking at he's like, I don't want to go hire some young dude that's going to come over here and try to learn how to be a coach. I need to hire somebody that knows how to coach NFL football already, has a pedigree, and and I don't have to wait, you know, the next six years to see what, you know, I could probably start reaping the benefits and you could see that kind of thought uh, kind of spinning in their heads because look at the hires that they've already gotten uh, for defensive coordinator, Mike Nolan of the Saints mm. and Mike Nolan, Mike Nolan's defenses have always been pretty aggressive kind of defenses, kind of changing that kind of weird scheme that they ran in uh, that Marinelli ran in Dallas. Um, they got uh, John Fossil from from the Rams. Is probably one of the better off um, special teams coaches um, in the league. Rams special teams coaches is um, Rams special teams is probably has been top five for the last I don't know how many years, man. They always have a bunch of Pro Bowls from their from their um, from their special teams. So so Andy got the um, the D line coach from the from the Redskins already. So they're trying to put together kind of a you know, kind of a Avengers team of coaches <laughs> together. The big so, thing is they're free agents, right? You got Prescott as a free agent, Cooper's a free agent, Robert Quinn is a free agent. They got and it. Randall Cobb they got is a, a lot agent. of work. They got a yeah. lot of work to do, man. And, yeah. and this is what I'm saying. It's like, you know, yeah, you were assembling all these coaches and stuff, but man, let let let's see what you're gonna do with all these guys. You know, see what you could do with all these signings that has to be done. You know. Right, because we've talked about Prescott. He's going to get his 30-something million <laughs> yep. from somebody, and I'm sure it's going to be Jerry Jones. I don't think he's going to start over with a new quarterback, too. Hmm. But you never know. That's interesting. You know, yep. I just, I'm, 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 well, they better hope that that's a, that's a, it's one of, it's a good hire because McCarthy is coming in, and Jones, they already have high expectations of him. Maybe not this season coming up next, you know, but the <laughs> season after that, he expect he he has high expectations, and you better you better be ready. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. So other than that, um, uh, let's get into uh, player of the week real quick. Uh, who y'all have for wild card player of the week? Oh, it got to be Henry, right? It's, yeah, it's got to yeah, be Henry, right? <laughs> I don't know. It, it's I mean, either 
either Henry or you got to give it to Deshaun Watson. Yeah, One of those give guys, it to Henry. Man. I yeah. mean, Deshaun Watson had the one play. I know the play was ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But Henry, man, 34 touches, man. And he didn't even look like he was going to slow down. It looked like yeah. he could give him another 20. <laughs> or let's, let's um, give it to Kirk Cousins, too. You give it, one well, to Kirk Cousins. I guess, yeah. Right? You, I, you know, yeah, I agree. I agree. But I, to me, Henry is the guy for me. Uh, yeah, I picked DK McCaff from the Seahawks. He had a nice game. Yeah, he had he a did. nice game. He too. did have a right game. game. He, he a rookie and come coming into the playoffs and, you know, doing what he did. Um, this this shows a lot for the kids' potential. So yeah, we didn't talk about it though. In, in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, when Seattle to make when Seattle had to make that first down, uh, mm-hmm. they made that big long. It was that long pass to uh, Metcalf, I believe, right? Yep, yep. That was that was yep. like the play of the game because that's kind of sealed it for them. Right. So yeah, that kid has so much promise, man. He could be one. Mm-hmm. He could be something, man. He, man. I guess he's. I guess he's starting to learn that it's not just all about speed. It's all this, you know, more on the technique. Yep. Yeah. You come in the. You listen. You come in the NFL and you get coached, man. When you're in the. When you're in college, you get coached a certain way because it's college football. You come in the NFL, you get coached, and then you learn how to play NFL football. Basically, that's what it is. Yep. It is. And, um, let's let's uh, let's do our picks for the second round, which should be interesting. So Saturday's game is uh the first game is the uh, Vikings against the 49ers. Woo! It's gonna be a good one. Minnesota's coming in hot now. You you know what? Let me let me give you guys some numbers, right? Listen to this. I'm gonna give you the numbers of two quarterbacks and tell me who those two quarterbacks are. One both quarterbacks had 69.1 completion percentages. One had 240 yards per game, one had 248. One had 26 touchdowns, six interceptions. The other one had 27 touchdowns, 13 interceptions. One had 137, 107 yard, um, 107 passer rating, and the other one had 102. You know which one is which? I think. Uh, uh, if you talking about the low interceptions, we talking about Kirk Cousins. Yeah, he had very few. Okay. <laughs> oh, we know yeah. the difference my, between both of the quarterbacks. My know? guys. <laughs> but no, it's but crazy. It it's is. crazy how their numbers are so identical. Like, I was looking at the numbers. I'm like, what? <laughs> both teams, though, have really good running games as well. Yes. Right? yes take the pressure off of them. Yeah. And good defenses um, as well. So and both, and both offenses could go off. They basically could. Their, their offenses are... They could either pummel the crap out of you where they could run the ball and, 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 and hold the ball, and, or they could burn you. You know, they could do both, I think. And, and this is what, make, what makes this game so intriguing. But I think the, the, the kind of uh, uh, the, the deal breaker here or the part of the teams that, that to me that stands out the most is the, the front seven of the 49ers. And with Quan Alexander back from, from uh, his injuries, I think I think definitely I'd give it to the 49ers because they haven't had their middle linebacker all year for most of the year, and he's back. I think it's going to make a significant difference. Um, I, I think um, I think they're also getting back one of their pass rushers too that had been injured for the last couple of games. So I think I, I'll just give it to the 49ers, man. I think the 49ers is, as a complete team uh, with Kyle Shanahan, one of my favorite play callers, definitely uh, takes this one. Yeah, I I'll I'll be with you too. I, and I, I we've been saying it for the past few weeks that the 49ers are the most complete team in the league. Um, it's probably gonna be a little bit closer than what we what we thought two weeks ago that 
this game could have been because Minnesota is coming in hot. So if Cousins could stay hot, like we said, he's streaky. You know, he's going to keep them in the game for sure. So, uh, but I think in the end, San Fran being home too, uh, I'll, I'll go with San Fran also. I'll yep. pick the 49ers. It's all going to be about uh, how Garoppolo and uh, Kirk Cousins perform. Yep. Defenses. We're going to see which quarterback is the one that's going to be able to dominate. But I'll pick the 49ers at the end. Uh, the second go. game is uh, the Tennessee Titans against the Ravens. Last year, the Titans got killed by the Ravens. Uh, I think I think uh, Mariota got sacked seven times or something like that. And they, I, I think they were the last team. Well, they weren't the last team because there have been a couple teams that have been able to hold Henry down to uh, 50-something yards or something like that, carry, uh, yards for, for a game. But last year, the Ravens did a number on him. He didn't rush. I think he only had like seven carries. Uh, so I think they could do it again. I think I think it, um, if if you say the Forty Nine is the most complete team in the league, Chris, I I don't think the um, I don't think the Ravens are too far behind. So I I pick the Ravens on that on that game. Yeah, I I think Baltimore's going to do a lot better job stopping Henry than the Patriots did. You know, put the ball in uh, in Tannehill's hands and make him beat you. You know. Um, yep. That that's I think that's going to be their. Uh, you know, their strategy. So I'm going to go with Baltimore also. Well, well, well. Um, Here we go. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, what you got for last, us, Zoltar? Um, last year is different from it. this year. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with the Titans on this game. Okay. <laughs> Scare me. Baltimore better be hey, scared. That's all I got to say. <laughs> that is one. Yeah, because when this guy, when, when Zoltar says what he says, <laughs> he means what he says and he says what he means. There you go. <laughs> so Sunday's All right, games. David. <laughs> Sunday's right. games. We got the, the Texans versus the Chiefs. Yeah, that's the Chiefs for me. I don't even have to go into a deep yeah, reason why. I don't yeah. think we need to. Yeah, Kansas City. We know Houston is probably going to yeah. fall apart. So I think my Patrick Mahomes and, and that, that offense is, is, you know, is better. But um, I don't think the Texans is going to be able to um, – Match they match they points, <laughs> high scoring game. And I don't think so. So I picked the Chiefs. And the last game is the Seahawks versus the Packers. That's the most more interesting game. And another team in the Packers that you don't know who will show up is either a Packers complete team that could run the ball and Aaron Rodgers do Aaron Rodgers things, or a team where Aaron Rodgers have to kind of forcefully try to push them uphill, and he and he's you know kind of. Oh my God! You know, just watching them over the season, it's kind of been frustrating that I, they have so much potential, but you, you, they haven't really played their best football. And if they could play their best football, they'll definitely be a Seahawks team that I think that has injured a lot of, in a lot of places, in a lot of important places. Uh, um, that I think they they're just at this point kind of hanging on every move that uh, their quarterback makes. Uh, so. I I I will go Packers. I I know I know Davin. I'm going against my friend. I'm going I'm going with the Packers. Ain't nothing. I just was listening to. <laughs> yeah, I, I I'm the same way. I gotta go Green Bay. They we we were saying all year like they've been the most like the the most least impressive, really good team in the league. Yes. But they're sitting here 13 and three with the week you know with the bye, and they're playing at home in the playoffs here against Seattle. Crazy. So, um, 
uh, yeah, I think you got to take Green Bay at home. I don't know how the weather's going to be, though, but uh, Green Bay, yeah, I'll definitely go with Green Bay on that one. Um, yeah, I'll pick Green Bay as well. Um, but it's going to be a very close game. It's not going to be nothing easy for both teams. Yep. Yeah, I'm going to pick Green Bay, but it's going to be a very close game. Uh, Seattle struggled against uh, the Eagles, um, shockingly. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. I'll pick the Packers to win, but it will be a, definitely be a close game. Um, other than that, that's it for our podcast. Um, again, follow us on Twitter, Just Fans Podcast, Twitter, NY Just Fans Podcast. We appreciate your feedback. Please keep the feedback coming, um, the ratings coming, um, as we as we we do this every week for y'all. So you know, thank y'all so much. And um, until next week, take a flight. We out of here. Take flight. Take flight. <laughs>